to Expanded Universe, Season 15, Episode 6, The Bared Necessities. The book, Supernatural, Witches Canyon, by Jeff Marriott. The year, 2006, I hope? Chapters 20 through 23. Your hosts are Jeff and John, and they told me to tell you, let's go! Welcome back to Expounded Universe. It's been a bit, but I'm happy to be back. It's me, your host, Jeff, joined, as always, by my co-host, John. Yes. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Things are good for me. I know you Mm -hmm. were gone for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. If you want to hear the exploits or or, uh, the the tale of my exploits, I'm happy to tell you. I went to uh, Colorado to visit family and uh, a couple of friends uh, throughout the... Denver, Boulder, Denver and Boulder areas, and then on up into the mountains as well. Ah, good. Mm-hmm. The greater Denver area. Yes, yeah. Uh, and, and it's interesting because I had never been to Colorado at all except for the river. Hmm. When I was a, a Boy Scout, I, I went down that part, I, the Colorado part of the Colorado River once. Hmm. Not the whole part, just that was one of my trips there. So I'd never actually set foot on in Denver before, or in Colorado before. And so I didn't know what to expect. And it was hotter than it is here. And the air quality was like 10 times worse. Huh. It was just nasty. Like, just the air is nasty. Yeah, take that the rest of America. You think California sucks, but you're wrong. Well, no, I I think it's something special about Denver. It's got something to do with the shape of the land it's on. It's where where the air just kind of settles in a nasty, greasy cloud above it and rains smog down on it. It's got something to do with the horrible, evil demon that lives there. (laughs) Well, that that horse, yeah, that horse statue that we saw. I, I like that. I was I got really into the weeds on that horse statue on during my wait in the airport to uh, to fly over there because I was curious about it. And I learned that during the process of it being created, its head fell off and killed its sculptor. <laughs> so it's not just a big creepy glow eyed demon horse that sit out by itself because it's not even really all that much in the airport. Uh huh. It's like two miles from the airport, but you can still see it because it's like forty feet tall. Yeah. Uh, it's like they just stuck it in the desert somewhere to die, but, but it yeah, can't. But yeah, it it uh, while it was being sculpted, the head fell off and severed an artery in the leg of the guy sculpting it, and he died from that. And then other people came together to fix it and get it put back up in its nasty melting hell ground. Nice. Uh, but no, I mean, I, I want to. Denver's air quality is garbage. It was I think, every day the warning was like, don't go outside. But Boulder was nice for kind of a rich college town it's like like an equal mix of santa santa barbara and like berkeley yeah so you're telling me it was nicer where the rich people were yes yeah but weird yeah no i know i know i believe me you could tell like you can immediately it's funny because i've never been there before but the moment i was like oh boulder's right next to the foothills of the rockies i bet the closer you get to the foothills the more mansiony it is Uh. and of course it's that way if anything's different that's where the rich people go and grab all the land like, ooh, this part's less pleasant because there's giant rocks everywhere and it's shitty, but no one else can live here. Ah, <laughs> uh, no one can afford to build something here because it sucks, but I'm going to force someone to do it. Yes, yeah, that's the, the, overall though, it was just sort of a, like, surprisingly expensive looking college town. Right. With, you can tell it's a college town because I was like, all right, I got to take Sage to dinner. Uh, Google up 10 best family restaurants in Boulder, and nine of them were brew pubs. Nice. I was like, no, my, my kid doesn't want prosciutto-wrapped duck breasts and an IPA. Do you have a place with a hot dog and a bounce castle? 
do you have somewhere where I can get some chicken fingers and they won't care if my child turns into a pterodactyl? <laughs> yeah, that's all I need. This this micro pub nonsense was was sending me. <sighs> uh, but yeah, it was a nice time. We got we we got up into the mountains and checked out some cool little hippie towns and a, and a pretty lake. Good. And saw some family. I, I saw a cousin I haven't seen since I was like five. Or no, since he was like five. I'm older than him, so I don't want to uh, to be like... I, I was negative two years old when I last saw him. <laughs> Willy Wonka had just sprayed me with his magic de-aging spray. Damn you, Wonka. This isn't <laughs> even candy. <laughs> Damn it, Wonka. Don't make me reference the second book. No one's going to get it. <laughs> No one wants to hear about the Space Hotel or the Vermicious Canids. God damn it. That's a fucking good book, though. Man, I read that when I was, a, like, a small child, and I remember very little from it. Well, I mean, they they're st- they they pick up the whole family, so now they've got yeah, all the grandparents. Yeah, I remember yeah. they had the bed in space. They had the bed. They took put the, pe- put the bed in the elevator, took the elevator to a Space Hotel. The Space Hotel turned out to be empty because Vermicious Canids, which are like a sort of gloop and gleep style alien had taken o- taken it over. Uh, then they had to run from them. They went back to the Wonka factory. Wonka revealed he had a de-aging spray in like one of those insect sprayers from a cartoon. Yeah. And the grandparents were greedy and seized it and sprayed themselves with so much that they all turned to be like negative 30 years old. Yeah. No, I remember the negative years old thing from the yeah. book. Because it was like a fucking horror show. That's, that's terrifying. Yeah. And then they had to like take the Wonka Vader down into the bowels of the earth to the part of the Wonka factory that's negative years old to rescue them. Eh? It was so weird. Anyway, good book though. Yeah. You know what isn't? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you picked it. Oh, I know. I assumed it would be terrible. That is why I picked it. Yeah, John, of course, wants to get back to the subject at hand of Supernatural, which is Canyon, yeah. uh, where we now rejoin our adventure already in progress after taking a week off. Yes, indeed. Now, I do want to mention, we have now crossed over. We are over halfway through this book. We've kind of gotten to the point. I mean, we've... Well, I was going to say, we haven't seen anything referred to as Witch's Canyon yet. Oh, The yeah, title of the book is not something that has shown up. No, that's true. I mean, I, I assume that's going to turn out that you'll, you'll have... Wait, hang on. John, jog my memory. Which one's the nerdy one? Sam. Sam. Sam's going to be like, oh, yes, at Stanford I learned that Witch's Canyon was an old wives' tale reference to the Grand Canyon. Nerp, nerp, nerp. And his brother's going to be like, shut up, Dino. I want a boob and a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, he's going to call him Dino. <laughs> I forgot which one I am. <laughs> As we both do all the time. Clearly. <laughs> uh, I don't want a boob and a sandwich. I want to learn from a book. I want to read and have a salad. <laughs> I want to join the Burger King Kids Club. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? Let's be honest. <laughs> Not uh, you. You don't like Burger King. No, it's true. Yeah. But I joined the kids club. Uh, obviously, you get sent free stuff and maybe you meet Wheels one day. Exactly. That's yeah. the dream. That's that's the big dream. Me- meeting Wheels or a kid vid or whatever, that's that's the goal in life. Yeah. If I can just shake their hand and be like, look, sir, I'm a big fan. Please move to McDonald's so I can like you. <laughs> Please. I Whatever they're paying you, I'm sure someone else can give you more. <laughs> they're not paying us at all. They just won't let us go. <laughs> Send help. <laughs> Uh, so let's see, where did we leave off? Uh, I think they had just sent up that, or, or messed with that kid who was, well, uh, the last thing we had was, uh, we had the, the deputy who got bugged to death. Yes. Yes. 
and then the, the the brothers got jumped by the the woman who went to their their uh, hotel room to tell them how, how her father the fat doctor was lying uh, her boyfriend jumped the brothers with a gun but they took it away from him slapped him slapped him around a little and gave him his gun back with with one bullet left in it and sent him on his way yeah um, and then when they were driving th- at the very end, they were driving around talking about how, hey, at least if you date us, it'll lower your insurance premiums. Oh, yuck. Here by her. We have a solid chance of death. <laughs> uh, but we we open with these chapters with a quick check back in on Juliet, who <laughs> is she's still in, the, in her house. She's in the velociraptor touching the electric fence phase of her of her situation. <laughs> she just keeps doing and going, ow. Wait a minute. Hold on. Ah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she wakes up and she's like, "Ah, maybe it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine, <laughs> Salt and Pepper and Heavy D in the limousine." <laughs> uh, yeah, she has a moment after waking up where she's like, "Oh, maybe maybe uh maybe this wasn't real." And then of course, by the time she gets downstairs and looks out the window and sees the mauled disgusting corpse of stew she's mm-hmm. like oh yeah no oh right i forgot there's stew stew all over my lawn oh stew stew death by stew stew <laughs> yeah he's all frozen up now too because he got to spend a night freezing in the cold yeah and got she... a bunch of red snow all around him and her thought on looking at dead stew out in the yard is hmm well that i'm not hungry but maybe i could force down some toast huh Ooh, and coffee. Ooh, coffee sounds good. And maybe some eggs. Ooh, eggs Benedict. Ooh, mm. wait. Mm, steak and eggs. Mm, yeah. <laughs> maybe that wolf wants brunch. <laughs> I'm going to have a good raw steak. <laughs> what do you say? What do you say, wolf? Eggs being a bloody? <laughs> Hipster. <laughs> good enough for me, though. I want wheat cakes. You know what I could go for is some yogurt. Oh, God damn it. It's you again. <laughs> oh, hey. I'm disguised as a wolf so the cops don't find me. <laughs> don't tell anyone. Uh, anyway, uh, so after she managed to, to get some co- uh, some t- coffee into her system, she's like, well, it's super dead quiet outside. Maybe I'll try and sneak away once more under cover of broad daylight. Well, yeah, she, I mean, she opens the door and looks around. Nothing's out there. Uh, it had snowed a little bit, but there's no wolf tracks. There's nothing she can see. She's like, all right, so it's possible that the wolf just fucked off. Like, mm-hmm. you know, once it finished its meal and there was no getting to her, she was like, oh, it's a wolf. It probably just went to go look for something else to eat. Yes. But uh, seeing Stu makes her super nauseous and she's like oh god i'm gonna throw up yeah well, better outside than inside gonna hork my chorks and as she's prepping to find a spot to either make a run for the mall or some other kind of safety thing she's like I, maybe i can get away uh her eyes catch the roof and the wolf's just sitting up there just hanging just out chilling which i love lolling out because she's like oh, i'm gonna go outside oh i'm gonna i'm gonna throw up oh no and then she looks up and sees the wolf and is like huh you know, it probably could have just pounced and murdered me, but it hasn't so far. That's weird. Yeah. But then she runs back inside. Yeah. And I, I think they mentioned that she tries to make it to the bathroom to to, to hurl. I, I think that comes up. Yeah. Basically, yeah. she's like, oh, I'm still like 
stress nauseous at this point. Yeah, and Garth's not here, so he hasn't handed me a hat to spew in if I have to spew. <laughs> it's a tiny little bag. <laughs> so, so uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's that's the whole of her story. Oh yeah, it's only a few pages long. We just need to check back in and let you know that Juliet is yes indeed still trapped in her house with a wolf outside. I love that they set her up as like a main character of interest that we're going to consistently check in on. And it's just not that interesting. I mean, I do, after reading these chapters, feel like I know where this is going. Oh, yeah, obviously the brothers are going to have to rescue her. Well, no, because, I mean, I don't care if we tell things no, out of you're, order. No, you're going to say that she lives on the chunk of the old land that is the, yes. old, the original ranch where the evil sprang from in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably correct. Um, but... The whole thing where they're like, oh, yeah, we just need to keep checking in on Juliet. I'm like, look, I know that you established her as kind of like the love interest for this episode because it's always like kind of a love interest every episode or whatever. But we didn't get enough setup. She was like, hi, boys, I'm crying in the woods. And they were like, where's a restaurant? I need a boob and a sandwich. I need a salad. I need a boob sandwich. (laughs) And she was like, that's over in town. (laughs) And they're like, great, goodbye. And that was it. So... The, the the thematic connection to the brothers, I don't feel like she's hooked on the brothers. No. I mean, she's barely thought of them yeah. since we've had this. But again, it's hard to think of the brothers when you're being hunted by a giant wolf. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what's going on with her. And yeah, that, that does kind of spill the beans from about three chapters from now where we learn that there's a super evil super ranch where evil supers happened. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Probably not. It's not from a reliable source. No. But, it's you not know, even from it's... a reliable source's mom. <laughs> it's not even from a reliable source's daughter who tells <laughs> you the reliable source was lying. <laughs> it's not even from a reliable Frankenstein or a reliable Frankenstein's dad. <laughs> There's no such thing as a reliable Frankenstein's dad. It will only ever betray you. At least it's reliable in how it will let you down. Very true. Mm. Sad. 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 Don't drink too much, kids. <laughs> kids. Or, or adults. And adults. I mean, mostly, mostly kids, because that would be bad if you were drinking too much kids. <laughs> Don't drink any kids. Don't drink too many kids. <laughs> okay. Um, and then it's time for, uh, I think it's just time for police meet. Well, yeah, we go. Uh, police meet. <laughs> we go to the scene of deputy's death where. Everyone has now found his car and his dead body. And the bugs that what ate him and all that. Yeah. yeah. He's all eaten, but the bugs aren't there anymore. Yeah. And, you know, of course, Sam and Dean are going to show up and they overhear something about bugs. Mm-hmm. And Sam's like, oh, that's weird. Because, you know, I haven't seen any bugs at all since we've been here because it's very cold. Yes, it's weird that someone would con- conduct bug-related crimes in a situation when it's too cold that most bugs would either be gone or in torpor. Oh, no. This must be the work of Bugsy Crimes. <laughs> Bugsy Crimes? <laughs> See, I was expecting a bu- a real bug-themed villain, like a killer moth or something, but nope. Bugsy, Bugsy Crimes. Bugsy Crimes, who I feel like is the newest Batman villain from, from, <laughs> from the System Mastery brand. Oh, Bugsy Crimes, you're the best. <laughs> I'm obsessed with crime. And bugs. <laughs> well, less so, but yes. Uh, that's like a, that's more of a personal hobby. I mean, uh, yeah, you should definitely see. I've got a nice board. I've pinned some good butterflies on there. <laughs> I'm the crime-themed criminal. <laughs> I do every crime that's a crime. I only commit crime-related crimes. <laughs> I stole the world's biggest gem to ever be stolen before. <laughs> 
oh, the the Gotham Museum of Art is holding the world's largest crime display, eh? <laughs> ah, a display of every painting that's been stolen. Hmm. <laughs> it's a quite empty display. <laughs> I'll fill it with paintings. <laughs> Forged ones! Another crime! <laughs> Bugsy crimes! <laughs> he just does crime-themed crimes. Uh, Every crime is actually a different crime in disguise. That's what it is. That's that's how he does it. Uh, it's like the Riddler. you got to figure out what the real crime was. <laughs> you think you got him busted on tax evasion, but no, he was laundering money. How'd he do it? Nobody knows! <laughs> How'd he do the one but not the other? He's a master of specific crimes. <laughs> Nobody understands Bugsy Crimes except the bat. <laughs> I can see that. All right. So anyway, uh, anyway yeah, the, the brothers show up. And at this point, old Sheriff Beckett, our, our James Gordony buddy, has had quite enough of these brothers. Oh, yeah. He's like, all right, you two. Who the fuck are you really? Don't give me that National Geographic shit. And I'm like, thank God, finally, because that never held any water at all. <laughs> Everyone in town's like, yeah, obviously National Geographic wants to do a story on the local shitty restaurants and what happened exactly 40 years ago. And I mean, again, I think it would be understandable if they were like, yeah, we're doing stuff for like things around the Grand Canyon. Yeah, sure. But Beckett very rightly points out, you guys have never taken a picture or taken notes once. Yeah. I mean, even then I'd be like, no one's going to believe this National Geo shit. They they did all their Grand Canyon. They got all the Grand Canyon out of their system in like the 1950s. Like nowadays, all their articles are about like the power of balloons. I, you, you pretty much have to say like we're from Condé Nast or something. We, we're doing a piece for Women's Weekly about the best vacation destinations for if you have toddlers. Ah, uh, be more believable in this National Geo shit. Well, here's the thing: you're the only person who thinks that. Everyone else is like, yeah, National Geographic. They still do stuff about wilderness and whatever yeah that's a thing i'm sure the brothers would have hated to have ever met me because i'm so heist oriented <laughs> exactly <laughs> they'd be like we're from national geographic and i'd be like no you're fucking not <laughs> that's bullshit <laughs> that's an angle <laughs> i can smell an angle because i am the angler <laughs> no, i don't do fish <laughs> it's not a fish related thing quit assuming it's a fish thing <laughs> i'm just always working an angle that's my crime scheme <laughs> Ah, you cross me, you're going to be sleeping with the fishes. And no, this doesn't have to do with my whole angler thing. (laughs) It's unrelated. Also, I just find this hat comfortable. (laughs) Uh, I do have a fishing trip planned for later this year. (laughs) But uh, but it's not angling. It's deep sea. Okay, so so you could just drop the whole thing. Uh, the vest is because I'm going to a Warhammer tournament. It's full of pockets with rules and measuring tapes and stuff. It's just, it's, I'm not a, I'm not the angler like the fishing guy, okay? That's a different villain. <laughs> Hi, I'm the fishing guy. <laughs> I should have been the angler, but it was taken. <laughs> not that I'm bitter. <laughs> uh. Anyway. So Beckett... <laughs> Beckett doesn't believe the National Geo story anymore, so they just try a couple other ones in fast succession. Oh, yeah. Dean's um, like, ah, I'm actually Homeland Security. And he's like, also bullshit? No. <laughs> <laughs> try another one. All right, we're the DEA. Uh-huh, no. Hey, all right, what else you got for me? Fine, we're here to investigate the 40-year murder cycle. 
All right, fine. Yeah, sure. he's okay on that one because that shit's annoying and it's a current problem of his. Yeah. He's like, well, that makes way more sense than any of the other shit you've said. Yeah. Why are you here to investigate the 40-year murder cycle? Because we're good at it. Now, you, you see, we have a certain <laughs> set of skills. <laughs> I'm good at whining about hotels, and he's good at whining about restaurants. And together, we hate our dad. <laughs> in so different ways. <laughs> uh, in, uh but he buys that they're here to investigate the 40-year murder cycle, which is good, because it's the truth. Now, that's as far as they go. They're they, they they're just like, yeah, we have a certain set of abilities that are useful in these situations. We're here to try and solve we're, what's going on. We're good at this. We have a track record of solving this kind of weird shit. We're hunters. There's a TV show about us. <laughs> Ghost hunters. <laughs> Please do not Google us. You will not like what you find. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Beckett's like, you know what? whatever i've given up being able to assume that maybe i can do something about this mm -hmm. so you know what if the two of you think you can do something mm -hmm. fucking great have fun kids you do that and just that stay out of the haunted mine <laughs> nobody goes near the haunted gold mine <laughs> or my name is an evil mighty 49er i mean sheriff beckett what? Uh? Uh? <laughs> The angler. Uh, but that is when a call comes in and uh, they have spotted the old man with the rifle fucking around mm -hmm. around town. And this time Beckett's like, great, let's get going. And the boys are like, wait, hold on. Do you trust us? Let us have a five minute head start so that we can go investigate the situation. Because if all the cops show up, he'll just run away and you won't catch him. We might be able to get him and figure out what's going on. And we'll, like, hold him for you or whatever the fuck. We'll, we'll solve the problem, okay? We'll solve the ghost's mummy's curse. If you got a problem, we're here to solve it. Uh, now, check out the hook, but not a fish hook. I'm the angler. <laughs> I'm working an angle that... Have you heard the phrase? <laughs> All right, sit down. <laughs> oh, supervillains who picked bad names. <laughs> I, I love the idea of supervillains that have to sit down with Batman and explain things before they get hauled off. Well, I mean, I'm sure Batman would get it right away. It'd be Robin who'd be like, ah, aren't you, shouldn't you be trying to catch me with a fishing pole then, huh? You you crook. And he'd be like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. have you God, Robin. <laughs> Robin. He, no, it's because he's working an angle. Jesus Christ. I understand the criminal mind. I'm the world's greatest detective. Besides, the deep sea fisherman is an Arkham. Uh, he tried to steal to rob the world's deepest museum. The world's deepest museum. Yeah, it's in Arkham. Or, sorry, it's in Gotham. No, it's in Arkham. It's, it's in Arkham. It's very deep. Someone dug a huge hole, filled it with seawater. Oh, well, I was going to ask, is it deep, like, down below, or is it just very deep emotionally? <laughs> Both, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> when you get there, you spend a lot, you spend a lot, because it's the world's deepest museum in that it is also a museum that's, like, sort of a mourning site. They're like, a lot of people died at this location. We want you to, it, it, it's it's kind of like going going out to visit Manzanar, and he's like, I'm going to rob it! And and Batman is like, dude, that's in poor taste. Ooh, you're, ooh. Go, you're going to Arkham. <laughs> <laughs> no good that's man not, no good that's not cool do not do that this is why wowzers is an arkham <laughs> it's also why i mean it's, it's not, there's a lot of reasons i mean he also commits crimes <laughs> let's be honest not on the level of bugsy crimes but 
Uh, the brothers head out. The sheriff agrees to a three-minute head start. Yes, yeah. Which is hilarious where he's like, five minutes, up yours, you get three minutes. And I'm like, God, dude, don't do that boss shit. Yeah, we don't, we don't need to do that Star Trek thing where it's like, it's going to take an hour to fix. You've got 30 minutes. Okay, well, it takes an hour to fix, All right, though. I'll fix half of it then. Thanks, Captain. <laughs> sure, great. <laughs> I'm good. not fucking with you. I'm telling you how long it will it's take. It's why, as uh, is, is bad of a show as Voyager is, huh? and it's a pretty bad show, there's a first season episode where, where Torres re- reports from the engineering room that she's got a problem. It'll take three hours to fix. And, and Janeway's like, you've got 45 minutes. And Torres is like, no, I said in three hours. I'm not planning to waste any time. When I give you an estimate, that's a hard estimate. <laughs> and, and Janeway was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just used to engineers fucking around. <laughs> I assume an hour and 15 minutes of lunch. I mean, that's what we all, all, all of us captains have a thing about engineers. And Torres is like, look, do not pull that shit with me. Look, that's Starfleet. I'm Maquis. Yeah, so that was... Uh, I really appreciated that moment where she was like, no, I don't sugarcoat my estimates. There's no pad. <laughs> uh, Montgomery Scott is the reason I got the fuck out of Starfleet. <laughs> Fat you know, layabout. You know, that time when he came back, hated it. <laughs> he was on that Dyson Sphere or whatever. That was weird. It was a weird episode. I didn't want to be part of it. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> and then at the end, they just gave him a shuttlecraft and he just fucked along. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> no closure. What the hell? So that was just this old dude wandering the, the galaxy in a shuttlecraft. There's, what, what is, what? No. <laughs> uh, That's why I joined the Maquis. <laughs> that exactly is why. Montgomery Scott is my white whale. My <laughs> white Scottish whale. <laughs> Oh, the brothers head downtown. <laughs> nope, I'm going to keep derailing this train. No, it's fine. They go downtown. Uh, and we get a quick interlude. It's yet another, and let's meet a victim uh, moment. Except, of course, this time they're finally going to get rescued. And I don't even remember her name. So, yeah, they they get downtown. They see the, uh, the guy. They're yeah. like, all right, let's circle around and pincer move him. And then we check in with... Wanda Sheffield. That's right. Who's Wanda. not in the Christmas spirit. No, well, she wants to be. You see, Wanda went to bed last night when it was snowing. Wanda! <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Wanda went to bed last night dreaming of her children, and now they're both eight? What? What? Uh, anyway, she went to bed because it was snowing, all excited that when she woke up, it might be a nice blanket of snow, because Wanda loves Christmas and <laughs> cleanliness. Those are her two things. She loves Christmas and cleanliness and not having clutter. Mm-hmm. She hates clutter. She loves clean, being clean and Christmas and uh, living in a weird little A-frame and reading romance novels or something. Aw, you stopped the C-train. Oh. <laughs> uh, living in... Uh, a, Cedar Wells. Living in the county. Uh-huh. I don't know if Cedar Wells is going to work. That's it's a, a so- C. It's a soft C. Mm. <laughs> it's a C, though. <laughs> I don't know if we're going... I mean, she also loves drinking Chia Pino. <laughs> she has a Chia Pet. <laughs> How are we feeling about these sloppy Italian seas? Do these count too? <laughs> I'm gonna give her the old sloppy Italian sea. <laughs> In a uh, pro pro. <laughs> but she has decided that uh she is gonna treat herself, so we get like two pages of her like, ooh, I'm gonna get some butter on these 
uh, croissants and some jam and heavy cream in my coffee, and mm-hmm. I'm going to use a china cup, because nobody uses real china anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have my little breakfast and complain to my in my own head about how I wish it was more snowy because I was ready to, for Christmas. I haven't decorated for Christmas yet, of course, because that's clutter, and I hate clutter. <laughs> that's why I'm going to obsessively clean the countertop, and then I'm going to go up to my room to pull a, a a bubble bath and also prep my reading room so I can start reading an adventure novel later. Yeah. You're like, all right, I get it already. You got enough traits. Let's get you murdered by a soldier or whatever. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, she sees a shadow outside and is like, oh, oh, there's nothing out there. I suppose everything's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll take my bubble bath now. I thought it might be my young son returned from war. I'm going to pile on some more traits now. I had him during my brief phase as a straight person in the 80s. <laughs> but now, outside, I see all the LGBs. <laughs> Little gray birds, that is. <laughs> Just LGBs, though. I'm one of those gender-critical British people. <laughs> I'm a real piece of shit. Hi, I'm Juan <laughs> Sheffield. Uh, fucking LGB alliance eat my ass. <laughs> Little gray bird alliance. Fuck you. <laughs> I like knowing what every single fucking kind of bird is. Every one of them is a finch. It's fine. <laughs> They're all finches. They're all just finches. Except for the ones that are tits or sandwiches. <laughs> uh, Dean loves bird watching. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sam loves books. <laughs> books about bird watching. <laughs> yeah, because he's way too technical. Yeah. He doesn't have the natural know-how to go out into the woods and look at birds. He only knows how to read about them like a nerd. Yeah, Sammy, we gotta go out and look at birds. I want to read about birds instead. Someone else has already looked at birds, and I'm merely going to study the data that they collected. <laughs> I love how, in your mind, Sam is getting more and more nerdy. I know exactly what he looks like and who plays him. It's, it's nothing like my description at all. <laughs> I know, it's My great. glasses have glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I need nose spray. <laughs> Everything's coming up, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, she hears a noise when she gets into the bathroom and, oh, wouldn't you know it? Someone's coming up the stairs. And Uh, cut. And cut. And then uh, we get to Sam and Dean actually confronting the old man who we learn is... Baird is Harmon Baird. Harmon Baird. That's Harman it. Baird. Although he, they don't confront him so much as he confronts them. They go, they go out chasing him after they spot him on the side of the road. He's got the rifle and it looks like he has a hatchet and everything. They go running after him and he's gone. And then just as they're like, "Where? What? Where is he? Where'd he go?" They find each other and then he comes out of the trees, pointing a gun at them, and he's like, "Hello, boys. I'm a thousand years old." And uh, it. It turns out that he's like 91, and he's a good hunter who has caught them, but he's not a real hunter. He just hates these ghosts. Yeah, he is. this is the third 40-year cycle he's been around for. Yep. Because he was 11 when the first one started, and then the second one, he was like, all right, well, now this time I'm, you know, 41, so or 51. 51, yeah. So I can go try and actually do something about this since before I was a kid. And it worked. He managed to take out a whole bunch of the ghosts, but at one point when he went back to town for more ammo, they killed his wife. Yep. Stem to stern. Chopped her right open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, God damn it. And he buried her in the yard and went off into the woods to fight more ghosts. That's right. He became a woodsman. Mm-hmm. More animal than man, really. Some say he still roams at night as a giant wolf at a nearby farm. Yeah, they're wrong, though. They're- <laughs> 
there's some who say that. I don't know who. They're dumb. I don't know why anyone would say that. It's it almost as be... dumb as thinking that guy's got something to do with fishing. <laughs> oh, no, no. You're you're indicating towards the deep sea fisherman. He does. He <laughs> no, does. no, behind him. Oh, the angler. <laughs> no, no. He's just working an angle. <laughs> uh, but yes, they get a hold of him. And of course, they have to be like, hey, dude. You, uh, I mean, I'm just going to make sure you're not behind any of this shit, right? And he's like, nope. Nope. Are you? Hey, you little bastards. Yeah. He calls them Jaspers. Are you little Jaspers? It's great. <laughs> and, uh, and, and when he cap, when they have, he has a gun trained on them the whole time. And he's just, they're just like, hey, look, obviously we're not ghosts. We're wearing modern leather jackets. We're wearing rad leather jackets and cool Oakley shades. <laughs> and we're not flickering in and out of existence. Although I, I could just show you my cell phone, but I don't have one because I'm a badass rebel who don't have time to be tied down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, eventually he's just like, oh, all right. Because they're like, my dude, you can, hear the, you can hear the sirens. If, <laughs> if we don't leave now, then they're just going to take all of us in. Yeah, and he's like, all right, well, I'll go with you then. Oh, by the way, I'm just absolutely disgusting in every possible way. Oh, I'm gross beyond belief. Oh, I smell like rotten cheese, and my teeth are like little yellow baby corns. <laughs> you know, I know they mean individual corn kernels, but my first picturing was those, <laughs> those whole baby corns. like Just, just like a row of fangs like made out of baby a corn. A row of buttery yellow stalactites <laughs> and stalagmites. Uh, like ah. some kind of corny angler fish <laughs> but yeah he's 91 so he's you know not in the not in the greatest of shape but he is still spry for his age oh yeah he gets around easily when they go to the car yep yep uh and he goes with them to oh but first they have to save the lady i forgot well yeah because they go with him to the car uh because they don't really ambush him by the lady's house no, he's um, still wandering around, yeah. like, in the woods near the houses. And he's revealed some details at this point. He tells him, oh, yeah, you could just shoot them. Uh, yeah. The ghost, can, you, you could just shoot them, and he, but not with bullets. You got to carve a cross into my, I carve a cross into every bullet. And Dean's like, oh, that's the oldest trick in the book. That turns regular bullets into hollow point explodey frag bullets. They're dum-dums. Yeah, he makes dum-dums out of the bullets. And the man's like, no, they're, they give Jesus power. <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, Dean. <laughs> it's the power of the right angles I carve into each bullet. You could just ask my friend here. <laughs> no, I don't create... I also don't commit angle-related crimes. That's... I'm not stealing the most right-angled painting. <laughs> most of them. You're, you're not stealing most of Most of them are squares yeah. or rectangles. Yeah, I know. That's why I don't do painting crimes. <laughs> Ah, quit being obtuse. All right, I heard that. Okay, you know I, what? Uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm out of here. I don't need to take this. I'm going to go work different angles elsewhere. <laughs> Rethink my villain identity. Uh, but yeah, eventually he's like, yep, so I was walking around there because, you know, someone was going to kill somebody. And they're like, wait a minute, someone's in someone's house right now going to murder them. Oh, yeah, over there. Right over there, yeah. Probably going to be dead in a minute. Uh, if they're not already, where <laughs> 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 Tickets to the fastest train out of town. <laughs> uh, and so, of course, they immediately flip the Impala around and go back to the house. Mm -hmm, and break in, just kick the door open. 
And sure enough, up in the upstairs, there's there's Wanda being menaced by yet another old Indian war soldier, except this guy's younger. He looks like he's like 17. Yeah. And instead of being stabbed in the chest region, he is a cut of throat and, and brandishing a Bowie knife. Indeed. And it appears as though <laughs> these ghosts are kind of dumb because he's like trying to kind of walk through the bed mm-hmm. and like maybe looks like he's going to shuffle around it and doesn't quite know what the fuck he's doing, which is great because throughout this entire story, it's been like, this motherfucker comes out through the walls and strangles you. And now it's like, oh, this 16-year-old kid is like, how does a bed work? It's like we went through three seasons of a TV show over the past two chapters (laughs) where they switch from the zombies being the most dangerous thing ever to being used to, like, power their steam engines and stuff. (laughs) They're just like, fuck it. Zombies are a commodity now. (laughs) I also love that we now have established that some of these ghosts are just dumb as rocks, and yet the animals, like that wolf, is fucking smart as hell. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, Dean just goes in there, has rock salt rounds in his big old shotgun, Mm -hmm. and instead of, if you've ever seen the show, normally when you shoot a ghost with, like, rock salt shotgun rounds, they just sort of dissipate. They kind of poof. Okay. Whereas with these... Like, the top part of him literally explodes. Yeah, more than usual, because he's all old and papery and zombie-ish. And and, uh, we're establishing now that, yes, these are animated dead bodies. Uh, Sort of. Kind of. We don't really know. Honestly, we still don't have the full answer to what the fuck is the thing. Because it's like, oh yeah, there's there's ghosts, there's zombies, there's animate animal, or, or super intelligent animals, there's clouds of bugs. Well, there's also... We get from Baird, who's like, oh, yeah, sometimes it'll show up as a bird and then turn into a snake and then turn into a guy and kill someone. You're then like, it just turns back into nothing. So we're dealing with uh, the ghost? ghost zombie shapeshifters. Yes, plus also some animals, because he mentions that a dire wolf is one of the things that does the kills. And well, yeah, like, but he oh, said yeah. that it turns from animal to human. So. Yeah, but still, mentioning dire wolf specifically, I was like, oh, yeah, there is a larger than average wolf already that's been mentioned. Yeah, so it's weird. So did this cycle start in the Ice Age, or what are we talking about here? <laughs> and that would be interesting to find out, because there's a lot of science that would indicate that dire wolves are not all that especially closely related to regular wolves and wouldn't have looked that much like them, actually. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's more relevant science than this book is from. It's it's, it's newer science than this book. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's a there's a a theory going around right now that they are I think what are called borophagans or something like that, which is what are called bone crushing dogs, as opposed to members of the the more common canid family that we're used to. Yeah. Anyway, to move back to the point, uh, the angler commits crimes that have to do with working angles, <laughs> not angle grinders. <laughs> uh, the so the the ghost zombie kid explodes and pieces of him like shower over wanda Mm -hmm. and he kind of like slumps down with the top half of him gone and then falls but then as soon as he hits the floor he does that little flickering thing and then all of his bits and pieces are gone yeah he disintegrates and brother when he disintegrates so do all the little gibbets of him all over the room yeah they just sort of disappear once he flickers like a ghost would normally do Mm -hmm. but i mean we've also gotten the idea that if you shoot them, they'll die and then flicker away, or mm-hmm. they'll die and then flicker and stand up and walk away. Yeah, or that nothing will happen, I think, was the other one. Uh, I, I think we've seen at least one get shot and just kind of go, eh. Yeah. So it's it's a mixed, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. Who knows yeah. what any of this is. But Wanda here has just been rescued by this dude, 
And I got to assume this is a common problem on the show that they rescue civilians who clearly see like a monster attack them. Yes. And and then their response is just like, hey, don't worry about it. Like, oh, just, yeah. Just try not to worry about whatever just happened. Pretty much universally, they're like, it is for the best if you try and go on with your life and just assume what you saw. That was just a moment of insanity. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Yep. Uh, and she's like, ah, ah. she can't quite talk. Even as they leave, she's still full on unable to talk. But Dean's like, hey, look. Uh, call the sheriff's office, have them come over here and hang out with you until yeah, you get a new door there's installed. some police across the street. Go yeah, get them. They're over at them. the Riggins. Tell them to stay here with you until you can get a new door because I kicked your door in to get in here. <laughs> Sorry about your yeah, door. Okay, bye. <laughs> and then they go back to the hotel with an old man. I, I sure old hope that old man's boyfriend man. doesn't think he's in there to sleep with him. That's right. <laughs> the old man's boyfriend shows up and is like, you're fucking my old man. Give me that gun back. It belongs to me, pa. He's still alive, too. <laughs> 120 he is. <laughs> still thinks the 40-year thing is a load of hooey. <laughs> He's seen so many of them. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, this is our big, ex- as much of an exposition dump as we're going to get for now, scene. When when uh, they all they talk to Harmon in their hotel room for a while, and Harmon's like, "Here's my full story. I was born in the 1920s, or no, he was 11 in 1926. Yeah. Um. So I was born in the 1910s during the war. I had an onion on my belt, <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Yeah, okay. So when I was 11, they killed my dad, they killed my mom, they killed my neighbor, and that was the worst one because they straight up." road hauled him behind a horse until the front half of him was flayed off yeah he's like i saw a whole bunch of people get killed none of them came for me during that cycle mm-hmm. or else i wouldn't even be here yeah and then the second cycle when that started up i was like all right well now i'm ready for you you pieces of shit mm-hmm. and he, he was like oh i had tons of them come after me i killed nine different attempts on my life from these ghost things yes uh, I killed one of them with a flame and log and another one with an, a couple of them with axes and bats. You could just kill them with whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you just got to know they're coming. Kill them. Yeah. Then it's fine. Yeah. But then I went into town to get more ammunition and they got me wife. Oh, oh poor Betty. Betty got killed. Uh, whoa, bam, Black lamb, Betty. whoa, Betty got killed. Bam, lamb. <laughs> oh, Betty got stabbed. Bam, lamb. Yeah. Um, and, and then he went off into the woods and had a fugue for a while where he just killed as many of the ghosts as he could find. Well, yeah, he's like, I tried to understand what was happening. He's like, every time it seemed like they were coming out of the woods to go get people. So my plan was I'll go into the woods and see if I can find if they have like a leader or if there's a specific place they're coming from. Something like that. I'm going to try and stop it. And I never found shit. I didn't find dick. So I moved. Yeah, so he just moved, but not far. He moved about 15 miles away. He couldn't live in town anymore because he was missing Betty too much, but he moved to a little shack about 15 miles away and just planned for the day when he could murder ghosts again. Oh, yeah. And, of course, he also moved because he didn't like the element that was moving in there. You oh, see, right. it was the 60s. Yeah, it was the 60s. So, the, so fat doctors were moving into town and reading way too many of science fiction novels. Hate that. Yeah. I had to get out of here. I, I had to... Now I don't like it because of all the meme culture. <laughs> I just don't care for it personally. Personally, little cats, not 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 my thing. <laughs> I don't know. Can he has cheeseburger? That's not for me to answer. Why is he spelled "you're wrong"? I don't understand why the animals would sit on my couch and spell it incorrectly as well. Ah. Uh. 
I don't understand why that Shiba Inu dog is so very good, much doggo. Because <laughs> these days need to learn how to talk. All right. I got rickrolled once and I didn't care for it, so I stayed the fuck out of town. <laughs> no one rickrolls Harmon Baird. <laughs> uh, but yeah, apparently he was just like, yeah, so, you know, we, uh, <laughs> we've just been hanging out, trying to murder them all. Now, of course, when I was a kid, my mom said. Yeah, then we get our part that, because it's not, it, it would have been better if he had figured this shit out, but instead he's like, my mom, uh, before she died, she said it was the ranch that they lived on was too evil, and so she moved to town instead of staying in the ranch. Of course, I, I told her then that, you know, people were dying in town too, but that didn't matter. She wasn't having none of that, so uh, she, she was moved. like, shut up, Harmon. <laughs> And, of course, she got killed by a ghost at that time. And, of course, at that time, ghosts were a thing. Yeah. So he's got this rumor he heard from his mom that there was a ranch where the, all the evil originated. Now, the brother's are like, oh, a ranch where all the evil originated. That sounds particularly, like, useful information. Yeah, maybe mm. we can, I don't know, do something with that. Nope. The ranch used to be there, but it's gone. There was a big ranch, and it got subdivided up into lots of little ranches and sold off to rich people. There's, you know, housing subdivisions and shit out there and a few regular ranches. And, you know, it was a very large plot of land we had. Yes. Uh, so you can't you can't find a, you, the, the specific ranch anymore, but maybe you could go to the land where it is. And that's why we're both like, yeah, obviously it's going to be Juliet's house. Yeah, clearly. Maybe no. that wolf is like the leader of all this nonsense. You might say he's the leader of, of the, the pack. <laughs> I would not. <laughs> I would never. I also won't call him the Alpha because that's bullshit. Because that is horse shit. <laughs> not a thing. <laughs> Might be a thing for bone crushing dogs. I don't know. They're extinct. Who knows? Uh, I would like to, to to learn that wolves are behind the whole deal, though. That'd be that'd be good to know. It's just wolves don't it's like fun. people. That wolf's a necromancer. That wolf is like, you know, fuck humans. Every 40 years, I realize, oh, God, fuck these guys. No, he died in 10,040 BC during the last Ice Age and was like, I'll haunt this. Wait, why is he old? I'll haunt this land forever. <laughs> <laughs> the humans had a chance to be nice to me. <laughs> they didn't. They killed off me and woolly mammoths and <laughs> saber tooths. <laughs> it's it's uh, generally considered unlikely that humans were responsible for the extinction of the mammoth, but definitely we weren't helpful. Oh, definitely. We certainly fucked their shit up. Quite a bit, yes. Because, you know, we were very well suited to killing them. Because they were so big. Uh-huh, and we are so good at killing big things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, yeah, it, so, so hopefully that wolf is like some ancient prehistoric like neolithic wolf i hope it's an actual dire wolf that would be great that would be an awesome thing to learn that it's like the ghost of the last dire wolf or something and that's who's doing this although it's really going to make a, a certain point we need some fucking witches well we need at least a witch's canyon yeah yeah you know probably you know kind of on the nether end of a witch <laughs> the nether end yeah or maybe could a witch's canyon be like the middle boob area <laughs> a witch's canyon mm. has a knob on the top <laughs> Well, that was very, very graphic. <laughs> so there you go. That's pretty much where it, it, Oh, we, now hold on. Well, please, do, do, do tell. We do have one more thing to discuss in this chapter. All right. Which is a little aside about how shitty their dad was. Oh, fuck, that's right. There's that whole fucking story about the hike. Yeah, that's right. There's a time where they were at, like, 
I don't know, some Colorado river, like, I don't know, camping ground. And their dad was like, okay, here's a bunch of shit in your packs. We're going to hike. We're going to go out in the wilderness and we're going to stay there for three days and then come back. We get a whole story about how Dean was like, well, I don't want to go on a long trip to the mountains because I'm 14 and I want a boob and a sandwich. (laughs) But because his dad said to do it, he did it because that's how Dean was. Mm -hmm. A sycophantic little bitch. (laughs) Little toady. And his father packed their packs in his own pack and took them on a hike. All the way up above the tree line, way up to the ridges of the hills. And then he was like, ha ha, you two are dumb fucking idiots. Your packs are full of bullshit and I'm leaving you here. The lesson is never trust anyone, even me. You didn't look in your bag. You just trusted that I would give you stuff like I was some kind of father for you. Ha, dummies. You got bricks and paper and shit. I Okay, the first thing I, I thought was hilarious is they were like, oh, well, he gave me pork and beans, but no can opener. And I was like, oh, yeah, come on. You got, these kids love knives in their pockets. Also, the, he was like, oh, there were bricks in there. And I'm like, easy. You broke you break that shit open with a brick. Who cares? Yeah. Or, or you use the brick for any variety of other things. Also, they mentioned plastic bags full of loose paper. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck you. That's super useful. Ziploc bags. Are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to live like a fucking king. Also, that paper's great for starting fires. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. But. What I, what I really thought from this whole lesson was, what do you think that old fucking uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan would have done in the situation where one of them did check their pack? If he was like, hey, Dad, you seem to have packed a bunch of dumb garbage in here instead. Shut the fuck up and don't tell your brother I have a lesson to teach them both of you. <laughs> I'm going to hit you till you're blind. Like, I just don't see. He'd be, I, I assume he'd be ultra pissed if they had actually passed the test in the first place. <laughs> if he was like, all right, here's your 80 pound and 60 pound packs. And they'd be like, oh, I want to reorganize it a little bit. You might have packed some shit I don't care about. Don't you fucking look in the back. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if they had been like, specifically, oh, I'm going to check because I don't trust you, dad. He'd been like, good. That's the lesson. Good job. You did it. Now you go earn- up in the woods by yourself for three days. <laughs> you earn one dollar approval from me here you go i have daddy approval dollars and you can earn them by doing things that i think are good all the only thing i have to hand out is tootsie rolls of a bad flavor here's a vanilla one take that (laughs) tastes like nothing and you'll like it yeah that's right doesn't even taste sweet (laughs) it's like chewing on a marshmallow that someone took all the good out of <sighs> so it's like chewing on Martin Short? Yes. Yes. Okay, great. Yes. All right. So Exactly like that. Like chewing on Martin Short. As someone that's chewed on Martin Short, I can tell you right now, that guy is basically pure vanilla Tootsie Roll. <laughs> but he can be your devil. <laughs> or ah. the angler. <laughs> but yes, that was that was the test. And then... They managed to get back after like two days, 24 hours or yeah, something. They, they, they come back after nightfall the next day. Um, Dean immediately cheats because the, the father's instructions before he stomps off to leave them to figure their own shit out in the woods is sit here without moving for an hour and then start he- or make a camp and then head home. Yeah. And Dean's like, I'm not fucking sitting here for an hour. Fuck him. We're going to go back down to below the tree line where it's not so cold. Yeah. We're going to immediately try and go and. Maybe he won't have covered our tracks as much if we leave now. (laughs) And I mean, honestly, I figure like 
if they had stayed for an hour when they got back, you'd be, be like, like, that was another test. Why did you do that? That was a stupid instruction. Never follow anything I tell you to say unless it's a good thing. And you don't know what's good or bad except for me. So only follow what yeah. I say, except when you shouldn't. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I would have been like, fuck you. I'm going to follow you back down the mountain now. I'm leaving this shitty useless pack here. Thanks for spending $80 on it. Yeah. And I'm following you down the mountain. No, stay here. No, you just told me not to follow your instructions when they're dumb. Yeah, no. You, t- <laughs> you said never to trust you. I don't trust you, and I'm leaving. <laughs> Fine. Trust me unless I'm lying to you, which eh. you won't know, so never trust me, but trust me. <laughs> trust me when I say, you got to trust me, but never do that. <laughs> Horseshit. Yeah, it's a dumb lesson. I feel like if he had prepped them instead, if he'd been like, look, this is going to be a thing you, ha- you guys have to do. We have to go up in the woods. I'm going to leave you up there. You're going to survive and make your own way back down. It would have been better than this. Don't trust anybody. Not even me. Shit. Yeah. Don't <laughs> trust anybody. Not even yourself. <laughs> I would have made my way back down the built the, the, uh, the mountain and burned the cabin down. Ah. and been like, ah, fuck you, dad. Come on out. Yeah. The cabin's on fire. You shouldn't trust us either. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out. Fuck you, old man. <laughs> I mean, I don't assume he would beat the crap out of his kids. I mean, I mean, I, he definitely would. I assume Jeffrey Dean Morgan would beat the crap out of anybody. <laughs> uh, I think he'd beat the crap out of, like, ideas if science would let him. If science would let him. Yeah. They keep going like, now, now. <laughs> Stop it. And he'd be like, no, that idea's got it coming. Uh, but there you go. That was the only other thing yeah, in that chapter. Thanks for reminding me. I completely forgot that shit happened. It was so dumb. Yes. It took me back for a minute where I was like, what would have happened if either, of the, either one of them had checked the pack? Would he be mad? I don't know that. I never saw an episode with a dad in it, so I don't know what he would have done. I mean, generally speaking, he probably would have been like, ah, good. You're learning. Okay. Never trust anyone. Good job. You did it. Now, we're still going to hike up and you're going to stay out there, though. Right. But you learned a, a lesson beforehand. That's good. Okay. That's fair. All right, well, there you have it. That's uh, that's these chapters. Boy, I sure hope there's a witch in a canyon coming up. I I have to imagine that at some point they're going to be like, oh, yeah, uh, this old farmstead where you live used to be known as Witch's Canyon. Mm-hmm. Why? There's a real canyon like 15 miles from here. Yeah, and that's a Grand Canyon, and uh-huh. this is a Witch's Canyon. <laughs> Different canyons. Oh, yeah, that's old colloquialist Americana that we call large expanses of flat ranch land canyons. Yep. <laughs> you know, relative to other things, it is a canyon. <laughs> compared to compared to what? It's a ranch. The mountains around ya. No, those are more canyony. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, we'll see you again real soon with more of this. More of that. I'm just going to keep doing more digressions to teach John for a valuable, a valuable lesson. lesson about taking us away from Star Wars and what I will do. <laughs> uh, you should never trust me to choose a book. But you knew that already. And I'll never trust you to stay on topic. <laughs> but if you want to trust that you can hear us discussing more weird supernatural topics, all you have to do is go to our Patreon and support us at the $2 level. That's patreon.com slash system mastery, where at the $2 level, you'll unlock not only the system mastery bonus content, but also the expounded universe bonus content where we make expanded expounded universe, where we go to uh, supernatural Opedia or whatever it's called and find fun stories about the brothers and their dumb adventures and the stupid monsters they fought and their shit, <laughs> bullshit-ass dick show. 
<sighs> and the anime that apparently existed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited to learn that an anime of this exists. A whole season of it. Right? And every time I read anything about the anime, it just sounds like it's just the show but a cartoon like they didn't change anything no they didn't take advantage of the anime medium to like do weirder shit i mean they did do i, I looked at a few of the anime episode things and they're like oh yeah when they showed monsters they were able to do more than just like the star trek thing where it's like, oh, it's a human and they've got pointy teeth <laughs> forehead ridges oh no yeah so you know at least there was that but other than that, no, it was just regular episodes. That's a Wendigo. How can you tell? He's got a weird light filter on him and colored contacts. <laughs> Someone painted half of him black and half of him white. <laughs> and he's got a lesson to teach us about letting go of war. Yeah, and also he's the in-betweener. <laughs> oh, good. A slightly more obscure reference. Let's just keep doing this shit. <laughs> People love the elder elders of the universe from Marvel Comics. Of course. Who doesn't love the gardener? I do love well, I mean two of them are now major characters of the MCU, so Yeah. It is it is fair to assume that that people may have heard of at least the concept of them. But naming the weird ones like the runner and the gardener and shit, I mean, come on. Yeah. That's just <laughs> nonsense. Ah. Uh, oh well. Okay. So we mentioned the Patreon. Please go support us there or leave us reviews on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you leave your fine podcast reviews. Yep. Give us a good review. A nice Tell review. a friend. Do uh, something. We just did a great job, right? So you should give us a great review for that great job. Yeah. You should I mean, go on and be like, good just, Lord, this episode was chock full of information. We just made up Bugsy Crimes. <laughs> if you don't give us at least a five star review for Bugsy Crimes, I don't know why you're listening to this. I want a seven star review for Bugsy Crimes. And we mentioned that fucking bone dog again. <laughs> It's got this episode of everything you want. Everything. Hide me from the gobs. <laughs> they hate my yogurt. Or the thing I did to the moon. I forget my backstory. <laughs> Little Harvard. <laughs> Little Harvard. That's right. <laughs> it's all coming back to me now. Anyway. Uh, also, I've been Elan Sleaze Bagiano. And I'm working an angle. <laughs>